Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather. So last week we talked a little bit about why Grace to Gather, where where the idea came from, and we gave you an introduction into our lives a little bit. I'm sure you'll hear a lot more about us as we go on. Um, but this week we want to kind of dig into what does it look like to be hospitable in an inhospitable world. So that being said, Damon, when you hear the word hospitality, what do you think? Well, first, I think we ought to, um, you know, kind of give a, uh, a definition of, of hospitality. Um, there's, as I uh, talked a little bit about last week, there's a, um, an industry of hospitality. You can get degrees in it. There's, you know, there's um, all kinds of opportunity for business and all that kind of stuff in it. Um, but the problem with, uh, with the industry of hospitality is that um, the more you uh, pay or the more you are able to pay, um, the more hospitable uh, the environment and the service. And that's really not uh, practicing hospitality. That is practicing business uh, because the whole intent of it is to um, earn money and earn, earn income. Um, but um, the Webster's uh, definition of hospitality is the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, and strangers. And I think that uh, for me, uh, what that means is um, is creating a warm and inviting uh, environment um, to invite people into, to um, serve them, to feed them, and to get to know them better um, as as friends. And uh, Christ taught us the the second greatest commandment, which is love your neighbor as yourself. And the parable of the Good Samaritan also teaches us that being neighborly has really nothing to do with uh, geography, citizenship, or race. Um, wherever and whenever uh, people uh, are in need, it gives us an opportunity to be neighborly and to serve them uh, as Christ would serve them uh, and to show mercy uh, where needed. Uh, this, I think, is really the, the essence of, of hospitality. How about you, Neva? What do you think of when you hear the word hospitality? Yeah, well, you know me. I'm I'm going to give a story. Um, I always seem to have one, and I think that when I think of hospitality, I actually get a vision in my mind, and it is of going to my grandmother's house when I was a child, and I remember, you know, that that she had prepared her whole home. And, you know, we lived in a different state. And so we would go for summer visits and, and she had, you know, all the sheets just were sharp and crisp and clean and smelled good. And the whole house was clean and everything was, it was special. And, and, you know, she went out of her way to make it special and, and, and we'd come and usually we always seemed to get there around lunchtime. And so she would have this just spread of lunch and, and it might be a tuna sandwich. I mean, that, that might be the main of the lunch was a tuna fish sandwich, but she would have, you know, chips and pickles and relishes and, you know, a veggie, veggie tray and, and, um, potato salad and, and, you know, different types of sweets to go with it. And, you know, it was just this buffet that she would lay out for us as we would 
come into her home. And so I think that, you know, that really taught me what hospitality looked like. Um, just that, that, you know, bringing everything that you have to the table, so to speak, for your guests so that when they come, they feel cared for and, and, you know, know that you've given them the best that they could. I mean, she would, she wouldn't do that for herself. She lived alone and for herself, if she had a tuna fish sandwich, she would have a tuna fish sandwich and maybe some chips and, and that would be her lunch. Yeah. A couple of, um, of, uh, great, uh, points in, in, in your story is, it, uh, one, um, the practicing of hospitality kind of, it, it, it does take some planning and, uh, two, it also takes a, a, a generous spirit. And Nan certainly had, uh, both of those things. Um, but it doesn't have to be perfect either. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, over the top, uh, you know, expensive, um, you know, a tuna fish sandwich was a, you know, was a, is a humble meal, but she, uh, went out of her way to make it, uh, more than just a humble meal, um, but to, uh, you know, give it, give it her touch, uh, and, and, uh, which brought, you know, excitement and, and some joy to, to the atmosphere. Yeah. So Neva, um, why do you feel like, uh, the world is less hospitable now, uh, than it maybe once was, uh, in the past? Yeah, that's a pretty big question. Um, I mean, there's so many obvious answers to that. So many big things that we could point our finger to. Um, I think it's easy right now just to point to a pandemic, to point to the fact that the past couple of years, you know, the world really has had to shift how they live their life. We've had to remain home, um, you know, for our, our jobs, our, our kids, you know, there's just, there's we have had to socially distance and, um, and then in combination with that, I think that the way that we use technology and media has also contributed in and of itself to how we interact with each other. And so I think the combination of, of, um, you know, requiring the world to social distance while at the same time, all of their social interactions happen on um, technology, I think it's really created a, a vacuum. It's created a void and it, um, has, um, definitely, I think made it feel like it at times is, is more uncomfortable or harder to interact with people than it was prior to 2019. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I totally agree that there's, uh, there's a whole, you know, you know, political thing. There's the, the world is so polarized, uh, right now, you know, leaning one way or leaning the other way. And there's, there's very little, um, of a meeting in the middle on, on hardly anything. Um, and then as you touched on, uh, you know, social media, uh, I think that, you know, there's so many wonderful things about social media, but there's also some, some, things that it's created that are kind of terrible. Um, just in the fact that I, I believe that it's given, um, it's given people license to say and do things, um, that they wouldn't have ever thought to do, um, before when we were in person, you know, when you're together with someone, you, you have a tendency to filter, uh, more, um, 
than on uh, Facebook because there's no, you know, or whatever uh, platform it is, because there doesn't seem to be any accountability to to your words um, or to your actions when it's out there on social media, you 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 can post something um, and then walk away from it, and then you, and you never have to you know interact or even look at you know what other people might might say or think about that. Um, and it's it's a divisive um, spirit, and uh, God doesn't call us to be divisive; He calls us to be uh, in in unity um, and. It's hard to be in unity when you are not, uh, you know, meeting face to face and actually getting to know people. Um, it's real easy to uh, to hate somebody when you don't know them, and I think that's the the negative side of uh, social media. But let's lean into the to the, the positive side of things and. Um, and share, uh, share good and, and, and bring, uh, unity, um, in back into the world today. So, and how do you do that? How do you do that, Neva? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, you know, that, um, one of the things that we really didn't touch on during the last episode was, you know, why grace and grace together, where, where did that thought come from? And, really that you know that is the good that's the that is the other side you know jesus jesus has given us grace and we have an opportunity to extend grace and so i think that you know when you um are interacting with people when you are in relationship with people i find at least in my life i know i'm maybe maybe not everybody experiences this as much as i do but uh i definitely need grace and I definitely need to extend grace and be willing to, um, you know, look, just let some things go, have, have grace in the situation. And I think that when you, you know, begin to develop relationships, you know, after a period of time, you, you get to really know those people and, and you see some of the characteristics that maybe aren't their best characteristics. And that's where we're just called to, um, just to look beyond those because we have our own not best characteristics, if you will. Right. We have our own our own um, things that aren't that aren't necessarily the best um, characteristics, and so I think that you know that's one aspect of grace to gather is that when we gather, we have to be willing to extend grace. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, because none of us are perfect. You know, we all have our faults and 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 failures. And um, but when you when you truly show love and uh, for another person, you know, love covers a, a multitude of sins, you know, and um, showing grace uh, because of our own faults uh, to somebody else is uh, definitely needed uh, in, in the world today. There's another aspect of, of grace that uh, comes into play here, and that is when um, when God calls you uh, to do something, um, he gives you the grace or the ability to follow through with what he's called you to do. Um, and he puts out, you know, we don't want to be overly, you know, religious uh, uh, on this, but you, uh, we certainly want to look to um, the word of God uh, for, you know, best practices for life. And when he 
in his word when he says, this is how you should live. And then he gives you the grace to, to live that way. Um, if you accept it, then, uh, he blesses you on that. So when he calls you, uh, into something, he enables you, he gives you the ability, uh, to do that. Uh, and then all we have to do is, is, you know, lean in to, into him and, and step forward into that. And then he'll, he'll bless that. And, and that's kind of what we're doing. We're doing now because uh, honestly, uh, all of this is new to us and, uh, a little uncomfortable <laughs> and, uh, but we're leaning into, uh, the grace of God to, um, to cover and enable us to, uh, to act as, he wants us to act, uh, in this situation. So. Yeah. A little uncomfortable. A little uncomfortable. <laughs> a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really true. I think, you know, when we're willing to step into something that is uncomfortable, you know, that's when we really do experience that, that space of grace and, um, and it's it's a it's a pretty amazing thing. I mean, God does some pretty amazing things when when we are willing to step out of our comfort zone. And you know, for us, stepping out of our comfort zone isn't having people into our home to share a meal, but for us, you know, grace to gather is definitely stepping out of our comfort zone. When you talk about the media elements of it, and um, you know, just the it's just a whole different thing for us. But you know, I think that. Our hope is that you'll be willing to step into some things that are uncomfortable for you and expect that God is going to have grace in that, whatever that looks like. Yeah, so uh, so please uh, have grace on us as we um, uh, continue on in this journey and, and uh, as, we, as we learn um, how to do some of the, the different aspects of, of um Podcasting these, uh, these, uh, and podcasting blogging and, and, and blogging and all that and, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cause we're just learning, we're learning it all. And, uh, um, please have grace on us as we, as we figure it all out. Um, we so much look forward to, uh, to hearing your comments and, um, and what hospitality, uh, means to you. Um, cause we're learning, we're continuing to learn and, and, and to put into practice what we learned. Uh, and, uh, we hope that, that uh, you will as well uh, as we uh, as we go on. So, so uh, what are we going to talk about next week? Yeah. Okay. So next week, um, we're going to be talking about some common excuses and things that may hinder our ability to practice hospitality. Ooh, excuses. We all have excuses, don't we? <laughs> uh, and believe me, uh, we understand. Uh, Excuses. We have. Uh, we live a very busy, busy life, um, and there always seems to be something that's pulling us in one direction or another. So um, we have just learned to overcome some of those excuses uh, and and to be intentional because we know the benefit of the the outcome, um, and it's the outcome is so uh, worth um, the effort uh, that that's put in to it. Yeah. So please join us on social media, like us and subscribe. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Grace to Gather. Grace to Gather.